This is episode 426 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, How to Get Rid of Cockroaches Without an Exterminator. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version with some commentary of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Everyone, this episode is sponsored by my ebook, The Preparedness Community's Guide to a Microbiz and Increasing Your Finances. If you're finding it hard to find money to prep, then maybe it's time to start a microbiz. My ebook and the forums, which you get a lifetime subscription to for free when you purchase the ebook, will help you come up with ideas and encourage and inspire you to start that microbiz. I learned that building a microbiz was the key that helped me get better prepared, and I know that it will help you as well. So if you'd like some more information, click on the link in the show notes or come on over to theprepperwebsitepodcast.com. Hey, I want to let you know about something I'm very excited about. This Thursday on the Prepper Website Facebook page, we are going to do a Facebook Live with Gay Levy of strategiclivingblog.com. Gay is a really good friend of mine, and she is a guru when it comes to essential oils. And she'll tell you she's not, but she has a lot of great information. She's done a lot of studying and researching and a lot of experimenting. And so she really is a go-to person when it comes to essential oils. She has a lot of knowledge to share, and she comes from that preparedness standpoint. So this evening, and many of you know that I record the podcast the night before it's released, So on Monday night, she popped into the Prepper Website Facebook page just very quickly to record a little video to talk about why essential oils are beneficial to preppers and uh, why you should consider them. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes. But I encourage you to go take a look at that. And, you know, we had a little bit of fun and we're going to have a lot of fun on Thursday. So if you're interested in finding out some more information, then I would welcome you to come over to the Facebook page and click on the event. Click that you're going to the event, and that way you'll be notified of whenever things are are, uh, happening and things are going on, Uh, because I'm trying to share out things about essential oils and from gay on a regular basis. And so I've shared out some articles, and again, the video is there and all that kind of stuff. So I'm trying to make it really easy for you to get on, pop on over there and uh, get a little bit of information and uh, to prepare for Thursday night. So again, that's going to be Thursday night, October 18th, 2018 uh, at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And so uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. Even if you're not very familiar with uh, essential oils, you're going to get a lot of information and you'll be leaving with the idea of, you know what, this is something I should be looking into. So uh, that's uh, this Thursday night with Gay Levy, Facebook Live, essential oils. Really looking forward to it. I hope you will be too. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into our article of the podcast. 
Actually, this is a, a it's kind of gross, but it's fun. And it's bringing up all these different uh, flashbacks for me about this because, uh, you know, the, the person who wrote this, uh, it's not, you know, it's coming to us from mdcreekmore.com and MD didn't write this. This is a guest post. But, uh, you know, this person moved to Texas and uh, talks about their experience with roaches down here. And all these flashbacks are coming back to me. And so it's uh, it's kind of hilarious at the same time. It's very gross. But you got to be thinking about when the poop hits the fan, right? When we are in an SHTF situation and you can't get to the store, you can't get to Home Depot or, or any other store, Walmart, wherever you go and get your pesticides or whatever you use to, um, you know, to get these, to get pests out of your home or to at least keep them from wanting to come in and infest your home. You know, you've got to think about what can you do. And so this article takes care of, of this from an SHTF point because it talks about natural ways of doing it, where when you talk about natural things and natural ways, they are a lot, a lot cheaper. Pennies on the dollar compared to the pesticides and things that you're going to buy like at Home Depot. And, and those aren't always very uh, good for you as well. So let's go ahead and jump into this. Like I said, coming to us from mdcreekmore.com, how to get rid of cockroaches without an exterminator. Growing up, I had the pleasure of never seeing a roach except on TV. I grew up with the assumption that only dirty people had roaches. When I moved to Texas, I found out how wrong that assumption was. Even the cleanest of homes can get infested with roaches and it doesn't take much. My first apartment in Texas appeared to be clean. Nice neighborhood, clean grounds, the apartment itself looked and smelled clean, all the stuff you look for when moving into an apartment. I didn't know the signs to look for or even that I needed to look for a roach infestation. Within a week, I saw my first roach. It was huge and it flew right into my hair. <laughs> I found out later it was a wood roach or a palmetto bug. Did I mention it flies? After an hour-long shower, <laughs> After an hour-long shower and scrubbing my hair a dozen times, I was fine. After all, the bug was outside and I was inside. So I was safe, right? Wrong. <laughs> all right. So I remember the first time I saw a cockroach fly. These suckers are huge, right? And uh, gosh, I must have been like about five years old or something like that. And this sucker flew across the room. And I mean, you would have heard like the, the wings sounded like a 747. It freaked me out. And uh, so <laughs> my dad was laughing and cracking up because, you know, it was just it's just one of those things. You don't expect it to to start flying. It's a it's a bug. You're going to go kill it. You're going to go smack it. And then all of a sudden it starts flying. Right. So completely, and really, when you're that young and something it starts flying, uh, it might not even be flying at you. It's just flying away. But you have that feeling like it's attacking you, right? It's like the cockroaches are attacking you. And then if you ever get into a situation where you see that and it's happening to other people, oh my gosh, it is the most hilarious thing because people will freak out about it. You know, older people. And, and it's just it's one of those things. You just don't want a roach crawling on you definitely i mean there's good reason for that but still it kind of freaks people out so i'm getting this mental image when i'm reading this person uh you know write about uh their their experience with their first flying roach it uh, just bring back all these memories 
right, so <laughs> let me continue on if I can. My first midnight foray into the kitchen proved just how wrong I was. There were roaches everywhere on the floor and counters. Of course, I didn't have any kind of bug spray. I didn't even have a fly swatter. I went around with a flip-flop smack. <laughs> I went around with the flip-flop, smacking all of them I could catch while doing the ooh dance. <laughs> oh, man. The next morning, I stormed the manager's office complaining. I was practically left out of the office with the advice to go and buy some roach spray. I keep a clean house, and this is probably some kind of fluke. Some roach spray should get rid of them, so I believed. That started my two-year battle with them. You can name any brand of roach spray, gel trap, bait, and fogger, and I will guarantee that I have tried it. I moved into a different apartment that sprayed on a weekly basis. I cleaned and cleaned and cleaned some more. All food was kept in an airtight container or in the fridge. Nothing seemed to help. When I sprayed, it was like they spread. When I used the baits, they seemed to multiply. When I fogged, they would disappear for a day or two and then would be back in full force. It got so bad I was seeing them not only at night but during the day. My breaking point happened over two events. I went to make a pot of coffee and there were roaches crawling all over and in my coffee pot. To this day, I still drink instant coffee. And my daughter got up from the table during breakfast, came back and there were roaches all over her food. I freaked out. I had tried everything I could think of to get rid of them and nothing was working. How do people live like this? How do people get away from them? I tried moving and they just packed themselves into my stuff and moved with me. I keep my house clean as can be. I even tried pouring straight bleach on the counter and they seemed to enjoy playing in it. After having my little breakdown, I had a thought pop into my head. Know thy enemy. No one said that it only applies to people, so... What do I know about roaches? They are creepy and nasty. They carry disease and would probably survive a nuclear holocaust. Time to do some research. I learned so much about them. Things I never wanted to know. It confirmed that I needed to get rid of them, but that the approach I was taking would not work. Here are three things that told me I needed to find a different way. 1. Roaches can eat and survive off of pretty much anything. From that microscopic crumb that got left behind to the glue on book bindings, stamps, and envelopes. They will also eat body parts that they shed and other dead roaches. So in essence, they can feed each other and don't need the food you have in your home. Okay, I didn't know that about eating uh, their own body parts or eating you know other roach body parts. That's crazy. So number two, just like we build immunities to antibiotics and other medications, roaches can become immune to the chemicals we spray on and feed them. And number three, they can hold their breath for an obnoxious length of time, 40 minutes. That means when you start spraying, unless you are hitting them directly, they hold their breath and scurry off to a safe location, usually in another room. It works the same way for foggers. They hold their breath until they can find a pocket of fresh air the chemicals can't reach. So in a spraying all the roach sprays, I effectively spread them throughout the apartment. With those being some of my biggest problems, how do I work around it? An internet search on getting rid of roaches brought up so many sites selling pesticides and all the exterminators that I would never find what I needed that way. 
I did a search on alternative ways to kill roaches, and it came up with mixed results. Where I struck pay dirt was when I looked up natural ways to kill roaches. On site after site, three things kept popping up. Diatomaceous earth, boric acid, and baking soda. So here are my results for each. Diatomaceous earth. I found that it does kill roaches if you can actually get it on them. The problems were that you do not want to breathe this stuff in, so it really is limited to where all you could place it and roaches avoided it. Where it really helped was that I was able to put it in the dog and rabbit food. It was safe for my pets to eat and yet kept the roaches out. Note, if you buy Diatomaceous Earth, make sure you buy the food grade as the stuff they sell for pool filters is very toxic to people and pets. So the next one is boric acid. I first tried borax as I had some in the house. The problem with the borax is it caked really easy and would not work. I then bought both the powder and tablet form of boric acid. I believe this to be the reason I am now roach free. The powder form I found at the dollar store for $3 a bottle and the tablet I found at a grocery store for around the same price. I put the tablets under all appliances in the back and corners of my cabinets and anywhere else I didn't want loose powder. I put the powder in a very thin line around all baseboards on my bookcases and anywhere else I needed a large area covered. I would sprinkle it all over my floors and counters at night before going to bed, cleaning it up in the morning. It was not a quick success by any means. It took a couple of weeks for me to notice a difference and a couple of months before I completely stopped seeing them. The trick with boric acid is to put it in very thin lines, otherwise the roaches will go around or jump over it. Note, be very careful using boric acid on and around areas that you prepare food. It is toxic. The next one was baking soda. Here is where I started and had my least amount of success. The roaches were not interested in the baking soda by itself. When mixed with sugar, which is the most recommended, it became a hard sticky mess, at least in my high humidity area. It did work if you changed it out every day so the mixture would be fresh, but you couldn't spread it out like with the boric acid. It took about six months of trying all the different techniques and finding the one that worked in my home. In the end, although I believe it to mainly be because of the boric acid, I used a mixture of the three things. I used the diatomaceous earth in the pet food and boric acid pretty much everywhere else, and I would fill bottle caps with the baking soda sugar mix and put them up as bait stations throughout the house in problem areas, making sure they walk through the boric acid to get to them. I have now been roach-free for four years. Even now, and after moving into a house, I keep lines of boric acid down behind the baseboards and the tablets in my cabinets and under appliances. I still buy diatomaceous earth to mix with the animal food. The boric acid, as long as it is kept dry, will last for years. Some easy measures to take so that if or when SHTF and sanitation becomes an issue, it is one less thing for us to worry about. All right, so there's the article, and I'm telling you, you got to read the com- the comments. The comments, some of them are very hilarious, and other people are are like, "Hey, I moved from Ohio, never had a roach problem ever. I moved to Ohio, and then oh my gosh, right?" And so uh, a bunch of other comments here that are kind of funny, uh, but you know, it it all 
it, it's a serious thing though although it, it is kind of funny and people's reactions and watching people freak out and things like that I mean, it is a serious thing when it comes to the poop hit the fan, right? Uh, if you are not, you, know, you don't have the supplies, you're not able to do that. You're dealing with roaches everywhere and you don't want that. You don't want that infestation uh, on that. I, I knew someone who had had an, uh, their house was infested uh, when I was younger. And oh my gosh, it was one of those things you didn't want to go in there. And so, uh, you know, that's that's something you want to be careful with because they do seem to multiply. One of the things that I have very good results with are the little combat tabs. Um, and so I, you know, out in the garden, I use diatomaceous earth out there. And so one of the things it didn't mention it here in this article, diatomaceous earth will do the job and it will get rid of insects. But what it ha it's like acid for insects, uh, you know, bodies, I guess. It like eats away at their body. So the minute that it gets on them, uh, you know, the, it eats away at their exoskeleton and stuff. And so that's why insects don't like it. But the problem with diatomaceous earth is that it gets rid of the good insects as well. So if there's insects out there that eat the bad insects, you're going to get rid of the bad ones and the good ones at the same time. Sometimes you're willing to take that risk because you've just, you've had it with insects getting into your vegetables and fruits and stuff like that. And so you're like, man, I'm willing to try anything, you know? And so definitely you can buy the the food grade. I do uh, suggest, just like the article said, do buy food grade diatomaceous earth. You want to use that, especially if you're using it in your home and stuff like that for, for this reason here. Uh, but you can buy a big box full and, you know, off of Amazon and, you know, just use it in your garden or wherever you want to use it, you know, somewhere along the, the, the baseboards and also uh, the entryways into your home. And uh, a lot of people have great success with that. The boric acid, I don't know if I really would have done that with the boric acid, like putting it out every single night. I think I would have done the baseboards, but I mean, this person was desperate. So I, I understand that. Uh, in the, the baking soda, I would have never used the baking soda. So, uh, you know, somebody did mention the boric acid with water um, in the Facebook group. And that's another reason why you want to uh, be in that Facebook group because there's all there's just so much wisdom there. Uh, people just share things out there. They it's, they said the same thing about the boric acid that it can get rid of the good or bees can feed on it. I think is what they said. Bees can can feed on it and they can. Uh, you got to be careful with it. But uh, that might be something that you might want to use out in the uh, you know outside. Like if you want to set it up somewhere where you know before uh, roaches and stuff can get inside of your house. You can kind of set that up as well. But going back, I have had great results with combat and I don't put them outside or even inside my house. I put them in the garage and I've never had a problem inside my house. Every once in a while, I'll see one or two. Uh, and especially when it seems to be drier outside, it's like they come in looking for some kind of moisture or whatever. Um, I don't know, but uh, that's just the way it, it seems. I have not seen a big one in a long time, right? Uh, and if if I do, there's no kind of infestation or anything like that. It's just you know, it's like a one-off, but you do want to, you do want to get rid of them. But I have had great success with that combat. Like I said, I've put that in the garage and maybe I've thrown a couple of underneath like the, the refrigerator or the, the stove and stuff like that, but nowhere where uh, it's out in the house. And you want to be careful with those because dogs are attracted to the smell 
And if they can get to it, they will bite it and tear it up and, and get all into it. So yeah, you don't want to do that. You want to make sure that you put those combat tabs somewhere where um, you know no, no dog or animal can get to it. Uh, other than just the roaches and you know they're crawling behind things and all that kind of stuff and so you know it is it is one of those things that kind of gives you the eebie-jeebies when you start thinking about it but thinking about them infesting your home and getting into your food and oh the thing about the coffee pot oh my gosh man that would that would be crazy right uh, waking up and, and seeing roaches in your coffee pot so I like the way she ended it when she ended it with, hey, be, you know, if or when the SHTF, it's good to have some of this information now. And uh, like we've talked about before in the past, when you're when people make cleaners and stuff like that, like boric acid and you know vinegar, although we didn't talk about vinegar here, but like boric acid, baking soda, uh, diatomaceous earth. I mean, those are kinds of things that people you can stockpile for cheap and have a whole lot of it, you know, and, you know, people clean with vinegar and, and, you know, some essential oils just for the smell, like orange and stuff like that. Um, you know, that that's things that you can use. And those things go a long ways now to save money now. And they go a long ways, you know, when you, if the poop ever hit the fan and you have those things available so that you can, you know, take care of your home and make sure that it is uh, clean and free of pests like that. Because you definitely don't want to them uh, all over your food and uh, you know infest, infesting uh, your home. That's just a place you don't want to go. All right, guys. Well, that again, like I said, that's over at mdcreekmore.com. You can go over to that article and check out the comments. Uh, they're kind of fun, but at the same time, they give you some information that that uh, might be helpful for your specific predicament. And if you guys, the you guys that live up north, they don't have to deal with this at all. Man, more power to you. Uh, you know, sometimes I wish I was up north and for cooler weather and stuff like that. But uh, wow, you know, uh, you know, those of us that live in places in the south, we really have to deal <laughs> deal with this stuff. You know, one of the commenters from the article was uh, it lives in the Philippines right now. And uh, they were mentioning they I guess they have lived in the United States or maybe they're, they're from the United States and they now live in the Philippines. But uh, they were saying that some of the pesticides that you normally buy at the grocery store that don't work in the United States seem to work really, really well in the Philippines. And one of the, his suggestions was because uh, people in the Philippines can't afford to buy pesticides like that, so they they deal more with the the natural ways of dealing thing, you know, dealing with roaches and stuff like that. And so I guess he can afford the the pesticide, so um, that takes care of the roaches. But that goes to say, you know, that that roaches can get immune to all the pesticides and the things that people use on them. So that's a that's pretty crazy, right? So you know, going with these natural ways is one of the, the the benefits, you know, you're not building immunities into roaches to be able to, you know, get past, you know, all this other stuff there. So uh, definitely, again, like I said, go check out the article, go check out the comments. Uh, I think you'll you'll have fun uh, just reading it and, and the mental images, but also realizing that, man, you know, it is it is one of those serious things that we really need to take care of. Well, everyone, that is it for episode 426. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Head on over to the Prepper website podcast. That way you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. And take a moment to connect with me. I have a ton of ways to connect in the show notes. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. 
Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.